Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1858, a quirky mindfulness practice inspired by Japanese train conductors by Anthony Ungaro of BreakTheTwitch.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you with permission from the authors. I cover lots of topics like personal development or self-help, self-care, mindfulness, happiness, anything that I think can help you live a more meaningful life in just a few minutes every day. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. A Quirky Mindfulness Practice inspired by Japanese train conductors by Anthony Ungaro of BreakTheTwitch.com. We've all done it. Walk into a room with the intention of doing something, go through the doorway, and forget why you were there in the first place. It's a pretty common thing, and don't worry, it doesn't mean you're losing your mind. Psychologists believe that passing through a doorway and entering a different room creates a mental block in the brain. It's kind of like your brain turning the page to log new information, and it's called the doorway effect. The doorway effect can be amplified when you get distracted in the process of walking into that room too. If your phone happens to ring while entering the room and you check it quickly, this tends to increase the chances of the doorway effect happening. You could compare our screens and devices to a doorway of sorts. When we pick up our phones, we're entering another dimension with apps, information, and notifications. It's like we're going into a different space completely as we peer into the pixels. It's practically a digital doorway we walk through hundreds of times per day. This is a major problem, especially with our increasing dependence on devices. Not only do these distractions waste time, it means our actions aren't aligning fully with our intentions. We intend to give our attention to one thing and it gets stolen away and used for something else. If we don't fully own our attention, that means we aren't directing it in the ways that are most meaningful to us. And if we can't do that, then we're not as aware of and able to create the type of change in our lives we desire. There's a quirky mindfulness practice that will instantly improve your attention, already being used in the Japanese rail industry, called pointing and calling. The practice of pointing and calling, called shizakanko in Japanese, is where a conductor will point to a sign, an object, or situation while calling out the name. It's used by the Japanese rail industry to improve accuracy and reduce mistakes due to inattention. Pointing and calling has been shown to substantially reduce accidents and improve safety conditions. A study by the Railway Technical Research Institute showed that pointing and calling reduced mistakes by almost 85% when doing a simple task. 
So how can you apply this mindfulness practice to your own life? Instead of just seeing or thinking about something and then doing it, you would point, call out what you're seeing, and then take action. For example, while getting something from another room, you can state it out loud and point on your way to go get the item. If you're at a red light and the light turns green, you'd point to the light and say, green light. If you're looking for a specific email, point to the email app and say, I'm going to check that email from Jeff, so you're less likely to be distracted by something new sitting in your inbox. Before you sit down at the computer, audibly call out what you plan to do on it. It may be a little hard to point at a digital task, but adding a physical gesture can improve your effectiveness. Now, you don't have to take this literally. You may get some odd looks if you point to a pint of ice cream at a grocery store and loudly proclaim, I'm going to buy that ice cream. But there's something magical that happens when you point and call. The reason this mindfulness practice works so well is due to something called co-action and co-reaction. You're aligning the thoughts in your mind with your eyes, hands, mouth, and ears. The practice of pointing and calling reinforces multiple senses with your intended action. You're saying what you're thinking, hearing what you're saying, pointing to what you're looking at, and you're looking at what you're pointing to. It's harder to get distracted when you're aligning all your senses around your thoughts. Pointing and calling isn't just about not forgetting little tasks. As a busy entrepreneur, I often feel like I can never have a satisfying feeling of having done enough at the end of each day. There's always more to do, and it can be a struggle to deal with this feeling on a regular basis. So now I use pointing and calling to help with this. At the end of the day, I hold my bullet journal and say, I'm proud of the work I got done today. It feels very different from when I just try to think that thought. It feels much less real. But when I say it out loud, touch my journal, and announce out loud that I'm proud, it sits better. It's no longer just words bouncing around in my head, but out there in the open world being affirmed by my different senses. When it comes to food, whether healthy or indulgent, you can make intentional choices by pointing and calling it out. If you want to eat ice cream, you can point and say, I'm choosing to eat this ice cream right now. When you're making a clear choice, you can more fully enjoy it without feeling any shame or guilt. When you make active choices more consistently, you own your attention more fully. Instead of twitching from discomfort or going on autopilot, you're making intentional choices, even if you make a choice that might not be seen as beneficial, like the ice cream. It's better to choose actively and still do it versus choose passively and regret it. Who would have thought the hottest new mindfulness practice would come from the Japanese rail industry? I sure didn't. But I've been trying pointing and calling for the past couple of months and it makes a difference. Taking advantage of the co-action and co-reaction effect can help align your intention with your attention. So go ahead and try this mindfulness practice for yourself. Remember, you don't have to go full throttle when you're out in public. But if you do, it'll probably be a good laugh for you and your friends, which doesn't hurt either. You just listened to the post titled A Quirky Mindfulness Practice Inspired by Japanese Train Conductors by Anthony Angaro of BreakTheTwitch.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm glad he said that we don't have to do this literally because from the beginning of the article, I was kind of laughing at the idea of walking around saying exactly what I'm going to do out loud all the time and in front of strangers, but I can definitely relate and I've experienced this on multiple occasions. Definitely seems worse with having a smartphone. Sometimes I'll go to my phone to look something up or check for a specific email or something like that. But when I open up my phone and see there was a missed notification somewhere else, I'll check that then completely forget why I went to my phone in the first place. This is definitely a real thing that happens. I'd be surprised if it hasn't happened to you before. It's really about focus and attention. Improved mindfulness and awareness can definitely help here because what will happen is that we'll recognize when a distracting moment occurs and be able to consciously switch gears. It's a great skill to have. By the way, I do wish some drivers would point and call at green lights or red lights because about two weeks ago, I mentioned this in my weekly newsletter, Right before the new year, I was sitting at a red light when a car came speeding down the hill and didn't seem to be interested in stopping at all. They slammed into me, so clearly pointing and calling about the red light would have helped. But to make it worse, they left immediately after, so it was a hit and run. A misdemeanor here in California with possible jail time and six months without a license as a penalty would have been even worse like a felony if someone was injured. So yeah, maybe pointing and calling would have helped there. But I'll leave it there for today. Thank you for being here. I'll be curating articles for you here again tomorrow. So have a great rest of your day and I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.